Hey everyone, it's Gabby and Danny and Manny and you're listening to Oye, Let's Talk. So we're back and talking about the box office. So if you remember that, it's this old relic that you used to walk up to and you would talk to sometimes a human being, but occasionally a computer and ask for a movie ticket. I know, scandalous. I hardly remember those days, y'all. But we're going to go ahead and reminisce a bit. Bring it back. The three of us are going to do a little throwback and speak of the last time we saw a box office and which movie we saw in theaters before the pandemic locked everything down. I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I The movies wasn't ever a point of like, oh my God, I really want to go to the movies. What? Yeah, no, I don't know. It's, it's I, I like it, but at the same time, it's like, mm, I can be just as comfortable in my house. Wow. But, but, listen, listen. After the pandemic, I really miss going to the movies. Like, I really want to go to the movies. And what sucks is, I mean, in some areas, movie theaters have opened for the most part. But at this point, movies aren't being released. No big, you know, film studio wants to be releasing their movies and having a loss at the box office. So smartly so, they're waiting, but they're depriving us of good entertainment. So I have a question for you, Manny. Is this uh, the reason why you miss it sort of thing because it's like I want it, but I can't have it sort of situation or like... I think that's exactly what it is. Like I want to be in an enclosed space (laughs) with a lot of people in a dark room watching a movie. (laughs) That's a (laughs) And some overpriced popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well i actually really love the movies mm-hmm. that was a very common date with my fiance and i and any friend really like it would used to be a birthday thing like let's mm-hmm. go to the movies and i really do think it's cool that theaters have tried to make the best of it like you can rent out a movie theater for you and your friends now i hope that that doesn't go away um and then pick what movie you'd like to see with them i thought i think that's very cute But I just, I don't know, like one of the last movies I saw before the pandemic, which for the record, many theaters have still been shut down a year or longer, um, depending on the movie chain and state laws. So to think that some people haven't sat in the theater at all (laughs) for over a year is kind of intense. And to think that I used to always go to watch superhero movies in the theater because you want that surround sound and that giant screen Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, I love Spider-Man. And that was one of the last films I saw in theaters. And that that came out April 2019. I probably saw it a month later because Endgame came out around the same time. Also saw that one in theaters. But I I even remember because I have weekdays off. I went... And watched Aladdin by myself, one of the final showings. (laughs) That was the last movie I saw, which I was kind of like shy to admit. I've gone to, I feel like even going to the movies by yourself is an (laughs) I've done that too. I've done that too. We need to normalize that. Like that's a thing. I think it's great because you don't have to talk to anyone. Nobody sees you. It's dark. (laughs) Yeah. You have your food and you can still enjoy your time instead of being stuck at home. Like at least you feel like you got out. And Absolutely. I love the theater. So I'm like, oh, this is excellent. Like I can go watch a matinee really cheap by myself Mm -hmm. and spend two hours of my day doing something fun and not spending a whole lot of money to do it. Manny, you're just weird. I'm sorry. And no, no, no. I'm going to say to anyone who's listening and think that's kind of weird. I, (laughs) at one point, I thought that was really weird. Maybe like (laughs) around four or five years ago, I was like, I remember there was a friend in college who did this and I was like, what? You're... 
you do you need a friend? Do you need me to go with you? <laughs> like I genuinely felt so bad. But I ended up giving in and I remember it being such a nice time. It's almost like a little self-care moment. It definitely because you're, is, yeah. you're by yourself. You're kind of just enjoying this moment, alone time with yourself. It's so good. It's so good. So whoever out there is skeptical on it, I was too. But hands down, recommend going to the movies by yourself. It's amazing. I definitely miss the movies. It's it's always definitely been like a bonding experience for me, whether it's with friends or family members, especially family, like just growing up. Um, I always felt like there was not much to do in Miami. Um, for those of you who don't live in Miami, no, we don't go to the beaches every single day. No, it, it's not like a 10 minute drive. It's like a 40 to 50 minute drive, depending on the traffic. Um, so movies was where where it was at pretty much like my weekends was at the movies. And even now, like for date nights and stuff like that, like that was always a fun thing to do. Um, I will say one of my biggest pet peeves, though, is like it's weird. I don't like people talking to me during the movie, but I find myself like yelling at the at, at the screen all the time. Oh my gosh, I love and, like I'll like talk that. to the screen. <laughs> Um, no, that's my favorite when you go with a good movie theater crowd and like someone cracks a joke or something during an intense moment or you hear everyone cheering or crying for the same characters yeah. like that sense of camaraderie with a bunch of strangers who clearly <laughs> have a similar interest as yes. you you're watching the same film i i'm a fan which again if you go by yourself you're suddenly part of a group so that's kind of nice too <laughs> true but I wanted to know, like, what was the last movie you all saw, Danny? Manny, if you don't remember, it's okay, because I know you're not a fan, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, listen, let me clear my name before it gets, it, it's kept, it keeps getting smeared. I like going to the movies, don't get me wrong. And I went often a lot last year, especially when all these Marvel movies were coming out. I was a huge fan. But the last one we did see was with my girlfriend on a date as well, and it was the uh, Bad Boys the most recent one that they remade and it was really funny and it was good but funny enough i don't think anyone in that moment was like oh this is the last movie i'm gonna see in quite a long time would you have picked a different movie if that was the case like if you knew that was the last movie <laughs> you would see at the theaters for a year yes yes i definitely would now the only thing i wanted to say was the last movie i saw was the joker and it was also uh a movie date but i really actually wanted to watch the joker for for a long time i'm a big fan of those movies good good pick good pick so your hot take please well, yeah only manny's is the most embarrassing so please tell us how you probably had a bougie viewing experience just to watch <laughs> so that film here's here's my thing if i'm gonna go to the movies i'm going for the experience of seeing it for better quality of sound better quality of image if not i'd rather just stay home in my comfy couch and i can Wow, so if the, snacks movie, I want. if the movie is shitty in your eyes, it is truly shitty because of the with the surround system and all of the the extra stuff is handed to you. Or well, not handed to you because you pay for so it. So it's like not but, an XD, like it's or HD, it's not like Right. You. No, I need to have there if it needs to have reclining chairs, reserved seating, and it's I think it's worth the money because I'm going for the experience. If I'm going to sit in a boo-boo chair that I'm going to be uncomfortable <laughs> for the entire time or it smells like, you know, moldy socks in the movie theaters, yeah. I'm not about it. I, I want to pay for that. a nice movie. Yeah. And if, if you guys have ever – I don't think IMAX is worth it um, unless you go to like a really big IMAX theater. But what I really recommend if you guys have ever been to a Dolby Atmos um, theater, awesome. So cool. Yes. So, so cool. I don't like I don't like 3D movies. I will say that. I think they give you a headache and it's mm -hmm. more of a gimmick. 
and it kind of sometimes ruins the viewing experience. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm not a huge It tires your eyes. So that no, but definitely Dolby's Atmos, where like your seats vibrating, you're like seating, you're like sitting on these deluxe chairs. It feels badass. But that's just my take. That's just me. Anyone who goes to movies with me will know this. <laughs> That's actually very interesting because I never thought about it. I've always just gone to whatever theaters nearby. And one of the cool things about movie theaters is that it's pretty much like a universal experience that they're not too far off no matter where you go from what you think it's going to be. Granted, some of them have more gimmicky stuff or have like cool items to it like whether like oh cool when you walk in you might see a waterfall or you can take a picture with a cutout but otherwise wherever you go you're gonna go sit in a theater and and like the curtains are gonna open for a big screen and you're gonna see a movie that you paid to see and even if it's like one of those alternative theaters one of those smaller theaters a giant one it's kind of all the same frame of reference so I always think that's really cool because it's universal, you know, like I, I was even talking to my cousins in Panama and they're like, yeah, same thing. Like, oh, we can go to the movie theater here or it's in a mall or et cetera. So it's a cool tie to have universally. Um, but with the pandemic, no one's really experiencing this. And I'm thinking like how sad some of these kids, they've been robbed of a lot. Don't get me wrong, but they're being robbed of like watching their favorite cartoon or something on the big screen. But now right. they get to watch it from their couch, you know, with their little blankets and mommy. Or on their <laughs> tablets or cell phones now, which I'm like, wow, I can't believe some of yeah, these kids. Not, at least on the TV, like at, at least come on. But I don't know. It's a, to me, it's not the same feeling like, having a date night at home sure it could be cheaper and like okay i can buy my popcorn whatever but not gonna lie don't sue me for this like i would go get cheap buffalo wild wings or let or bringing leftover wings into my purse and like watch a movie like it's, it's yes or and bring like my own juice or something like i had no, no, but no. I, I'm joking. when i went to aladdin i had like my appetizer my dinner i was one of the only people in the theater i had like my drink and a coffee like this I had, girl was having the whole dining experience in a movie as Manny was saying, like, he was saying, like, oh, a bougie experience. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Those dinner theaters can kind of be a lot. Like, I'm not great food. Like, I, definitely I, don't, I, don't eat, I don't eat at the bougie theaters. I will say that. <laughs> but Disney's is really good, by the way. If you ever go to Disney Springs, their AMC, like, dine-in movie theater experience is excellent. But regardless, my point is. Not sponsored by Disney. Um, <laughs> but Disney will be mentioned probably a few more times. <laughs> Um, I just think like the price of a ticket has gone up. I remember the days when it was like six or seven dollars or there's one movie theater near my hometown where ticket prices were always 10 bucks. I actually recently passed by it. It's still not open, even though they're allowed to be open in Dade County, which I think it's because they can't live up to the $10 ticket movie deal thing. But now tickets can be like 12 or 13 dollars. And I'm just very shocked. Like after the pandemic, I'm wondering how much they're going to make tickets when like there's actually more movies to watch and such or something to bounce back from like the whole pricing thing is just shocking to me because I saw the prices going up 2019 was a great movie year 2020 clearly was not but I can only imagine like flight prices have skyrocketed like oh man what am I gonna pay to watch like the next Spider-Man I'm actually very concerned about this you know I actually think that I hope and here's here's my take I think the the industry is going to have a good bounce back because people have been deprived for so long 
that not having that experience once it's back, people will definitely go. Like all these movies have been held back from being released or canceled because, or canceled to begin with. I think it's very interesting how studios are literally waiting. I think they are banking that it's going to rebound and people are going to hit the theaters. So for perspective, just to throw some fact on our observations is that if you think about it, how I said 2019 was like a great movie year, the hall, the ticket hall, basically how much they made just from ticket sales was around $11.4 billion. That's according to Forbes. In 2020, wow. it was down 80% to only 2.2 billion, which is still a lot in 2020 because there was a lot of great movies that came out like from January through March. But still, to think that it dropped that much, and obviously yeah. they're going to want to bounce back to at least $10 billion. Like They're going to have to get there relatively yeah. quickly. And there's a slate of a lot of great movies um, expecting to come out. But now here comes our next topic, how movie releases have changed during the pandemic. It's not the same. Either they've held off or they've teased some or they've released some on certain platforms or are planning to release them on certain platforms versus others. I don't know, which ones have you all noticed embracing for and which platform would you rather watch it on, theaters versus small screen? Always theaters, hands down. Like if I have the opportunity to watch it in, I guess it depends on the movie. I will say that. I feel like there's some movies that I love, but I know are not good movies, if that makes sense. Like I love to watch a bad movie with like all of my favorite <laughs> actors and actresses, but I just know it's going to be a bad movie. I wouldn't pay to watch that in the theater, for example. I'll wait until it comes out on Netflix or or hulu or wherever um and i'll watch it in the comfort of my own home but if it's like a legit movie well what i consider legit so like the joker for example or the avengers or um i don't know like a very drama oriented film maybe even an animated one too like there's a lot of good pixar movies out there like incredibles for example they're one of my favorites so i will invest so to speak and watch it in the theaters so i think it depends on the movie Manny, you movie hater. <laughs> what? So obviously with movie theaters closed, movie studios have been creative in releasing their content. I think for the most part, it looks like most of them are holding to release their movies when theaters reopen, but some have released their movies um, kind of like Disney Plus with how they've done with Mulan and now recently this other Raya movie. Where at first they had like a, you know, I was a specific. So excited for that. One. <laughs> Go ahead. I just don't like that they made you pay extra to see it. Like once you're even when even as a Disney Plus subscriber, you had to pay extra like to see it first. Yeah. Yeah. Or if not, you what? had to wait. Yeah. But I think Disney can afford to do that because it's such a big company, and maybe you know they know people are gonna pay for it because they really want to watch it maybe or you know they don't see this as much of a loss if they release it on you know on their streaming platform whereas all the other and just um movie studios are kind of waiting to get the most bang for their buck you know and to know i happen to know that uh disney just recently announced that within they've disney plus has been around for less than two years or they're coming up on their two-year mark um, and they now have over 100 million subscribers, which is actually pretty intense considering that they started off with only old material. They didn't have exclusive or new material on their streaming platform. So Disney CEO announced that their goal is to make 100 new titles 
on their streaming platform a year. And when you think about a hundred new titles, that's kind of a lot. That's a huge commitment to make, but they feel like they can do that. So their goal is not to compete with what they would release in theaters, supposedly is what the CEO Japek said, but to hopefully find a balance between the two. So they're even toying with the idea of like re-releasing Mulan into theaters just for those who wanted that experience because they couldn't give it to them and to like please their fans. And I think that's interesting that, you know, we could be looking at re-releases, like there might be enough of an audience for people to want to go to the theaters and not watch it, even though it's available on their subscription. Or as Manny mentioned, like people paying extra to watch something at home sooner on a release date, as opposed to later when they can watch it for their regular subscription price or for the price of a ticket in theaters. So I think we're just going to see a lot of changes in terms of like what box office looks like. And I think the number or the term box office or blockbuster is going to like change over time. We're probably going to see something new. I don't know what yet, but even like the term blockbuster isn't like used, huh? You mentioned blockbuster and I thought of blockbusters and I, I miss those times, guys, when you would go into blockbusters and pick out a movie that was in VHS to watch. Oh, those were the days. I loved that. That was super fun for me. And Bring it back. I, but it's the same thing now. It's just going on a platform and picking right. out a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so to that note, like where, where do we draw the line? Like what is considered now the box office? I think at the end of the day, these studios want to make money. So obviously, streaming platforms have thrown a wrench into their business model. So I think they either adapt or die. And if I think movies end up going on a streaming platform, they're going to be definitely more expensive to watch or to buy or watch. Hmm. Because it, you know, if you're going to buy, you can have a viewing, you can show your family. Yeah. You can watch it over, you know, several times. Wouldn't you say, wouldn't you argue that it's kind of the same thing with streaming platforms in general? I mean, ethically speaking and morally, ethically more than morally, it's wrong. But technically, I could give you my password and you could watch it technically for free, even though I'm paying for it. So the amount of so-called viewers is kind of unknown and it's unlimited in that sense. So how... You know what I mean? Because you were talking oh, like about other counting. I think they count yeah. like how often people click and go through a movie, even if it's a repeat on an account. Like okay. this movie was streamed 7 million times. But um, to Manny's point, they don't make it more expensive. I'm still technically paying those $5 a month or whatever without them knowing how many people are watching in one sitting or in multiple sittings. Well, if you haven't right. noticed, all the new platforms have like released their subscription plans and then anyone who's been in the game already like Netflix and Disney Plus have raised the price of their subscriptions. Mm -hmm. So if you want more than one before you could afford two or three for less than 20 bucks and now that's not the case. And then you have something like HBO Max. I love going to the theaters for superhero movies. I will gladly like as Manny said, I will pay that bougie ticket to sit there for those three hours with my with my overpriced popcorn and my nice pretzel and et cetera, et cetera. And the ices, don't forget the ices. The yeah. ices, yes. Red and blue, you can mix mm. them. That's that's my key right there. Ask for both <laughs> when the theaters open up again. But point being is HBO Max is doing like I think their subscription service starts off already in the double digits, which most people start wow. at least like seven, eight dollars. Um, and then you can pay extra to see certain movies for 30 days 
or mm. I think Black Widow is going to be one of the ones that they release for 30 days and then it's only going to be in theaters. So you have a month to watch mm. it on the small screen and you might have to pay extra. So mm. it's material like that where, oh, that's smart because even if you share, you have a limited time to share. That's only mm. two or three weekends in a month. And, and it's more expensive, you said, right? Yes. And in some cases, it's more expensive. Not all movies are going to get this treatment on all subscription plans. But if you go to the theater anytime, you know, the ticket price is the same. And then you choose to add the add-on experiences if you want. Mm-hmm. So AMC went from broke to, to like now they're coming out of bankruptcy and like having all these plans to release all these movies and toying with subscription services. I think, as Manny said, like you adapt or die. And a lot of them are working to adapt the best way to still get more bang for their buck or more bucks out of your trying to cheat them out of it to be honest right right and to me that's impressive like they're trying to get out of debt and still make a profit it's fascinating and and it's working clearly because there's a demand for it evil geniuses leave it to capitalism to figure out how they're gonna make the money they're gonna make it at the end of the day they might charge you every time you watch it they might charge you once they might charge you at the end they're gonna charge you somewhere to watch their movie (laughs) I just want movie theaters to come back. Like Gabby said, I want to go pay my bougie ticket. Now the kid wants to go. Did you all hear that? Now the kid. I want to go. I want to go. It's because we've been deprived of the experience. Honestly. Honestly. This is a good time to mention, like, when would you turn to the movie theaters? Like, Mm -hmm. when were the most common ways that you would go watch a movie in the theaters? Well, I will give a fun fact. Since movie theaters were closed for a good nine, seven months seven to nine months before anything opened up i often went to the movie theater uh to the drive-ins i often went to the drive-ins with my girlfriend and that was super fun and i and i was hoping like the closest drive-in near to me is kind of far and it's not that nice so i was hoping the pandemic would kind of incentivize places to Mm. have more drive-ins or nicer drive-ins because it's quite a fun experience and it, you felt safe and, you know, you can bring your snacks. I've it always has wanted up, to do you know, that. Aww, super fun, super fun. I love it. I'm a huge fan. And actually, to Manny's point, someone or not someone, a business actually reopened a drive in near my area. And I say near very loosely because it's still about an hour drive. Okay. But it was a, a few drive-ins actually had closed down because they wouldn't have the audience and they reopened during the mm-hmm. pandemic because the social distancing Amazing. and like not being around strangers, being able to be from the comfort of your car. So I thought that was a very smart idea. The only issue is that they didn't also didn't have a lot of brand new movies to show, but they did a lot of like, oh, here's the kid hour. And then here's like, a marathon of like uh the incredibles or uh james bond movies and etc and i thought that was cool too because the nostalgia they played on the nostalgia aspect love it right need to try that but i would typically go to the movies on a date that was a very popular date for lewis and i um and also with my family like even christmas day because we didn't have too much to do and my parents worked odd hours in the healthcare field so oh, we know we can go watch a movie at 11 a.m. And it was something mm-hmm. to do as a family before yeah. people had to go to work. Or my grandmother, because English is not her first language, it's hard for her to understand. Like, we would go watch Muñequitos. Like, I <laughs> took, oh, we went to go watch Frozen 2 in theaters when she came to visit me once. 
And she understands that because the way kid movies are made, you don't have to understand everything they're saying. And she would laugh and such. So she was talking about how she's also missed going to the theaters. Like, even though she couldn't understand, it was just a nice way to um, be around people and like her being older, just being able to sit down for a few hours and still like have entertainment and be out of the house. So I was thinking about that, too, because I feel like the elderly have definitely been the ones to be stuck at home during the pandemic. And if she loved it, I can only imagine others found it very convenient, especially during the matinee senior hours like 55 and up cheaper tickets it was nice guys i lied i just looked it up frozen 2 was the last movie i saw because this one came out in november of 2019 <laughs> and the joker came out i think in like october so lies see one month later i watched another movie in the movie theater oh then i probably lied too because i definitely saw frozen 2 in theaters oh my god and everyone was making fun of my last movie okay <laughs> frozen 2 is um, excellent first of all like it is yeah. very well done i will say i didn't jump on that bandwagon um until like years later like it took me literally like three or four years after the first one came out to actually sit down and watch it because it was one of those things where i thought it was very hyped and i was going to be very disappointed because everyone loved it and loved to reference it and every time i would you know be in a group setting and i'd be like i've never watched frozen <gasps> You've never watched Frozen? No, I haven't watched Frozen. Oh my god, it's life-changing. And so, I didn't think it was life-changing, but it was very cute. And to stay on this Frozen tip, I had a roommate in college, because I believe it came out my freshman year, who played the album, the soundtrack, on repeat before the movie came Mm. out. Months before the movie came out. So, (laughs) I can say Frozen 1 is not my favorite. Um, okay as much as i love talking about frozen (laughs) one and two the greats i think we should talk about other greats and talk about our favorite movies since we've heard enough about frozen from gabby and danny i will go ahead and share my list first of my favorite movies in no specific order okay John Q. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this movie. No. Um, The Father Base. It's such like a, it's such an underrated movie because not a lot of people know about it. And basically this father um, takes his uh, child to the hospital. It's a, it's a Denzel Washington movie actually, Mm. but he was like super young. This is a 2002 movie. So his son has like, his heart is too big for him. He has to get this major surgery um and it's super sad because he's like super frustrated he ends up like taking people hostage to the hospital it's a very good wow. thriller it's awesome yeah i remember i remember because i was really small and it making me cry and it was such an impactful mm. movie it was so it was very touching and there's like a famous quote from that movie where it says like i will not bury my son today or something like that Aww. i don't quote me on that very good movie Spoiler um alert. next on my list right whatever uh (laughs) next on my list is kill bill i couldn't pick between one and two but it's a great movie i have yet to watch that okay a classic quentin tarantino movie with beautiful beautiful cinematography and great story plot just great story plot if you haven't seen it great action thriller and my last movie in no specific order this one's a little more contemporary i picked get out because it is such a great movie great social commentary i think i could watch it several times and not be bored 
I'm yeah, and that is my list. I still haven't seen that one. I know it's it, it won awards. Oh my like god! That, but you've seen Frozen too. <laughs> we need to talk. The thing is, is that I don't like horror films. I don't like scary movies. I will watch well, thrillers. It's more of like a it's a psychological thriller. So I like those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it has to be daylight yeah, yeah. though, or like I have to be hugging someone. There's no boo. There's no like jumping okay. out. Scenes. Okay, you would appreciate it. Okay, I'll watch it then. It'll be on my your list. turn, Danny. So I have a few classics. Um, yes, they're classics. So one of them is a very underrated film, which I feel like Gabby's going to mention too, because it's one of those things that we bonded over in our college days, because not a lot of people know of this movie. It's called The Dead Poet Society. Robin Williams is in it. Um, I'm not sure when it was filmed. I want to say like in the 80s. Correct me if I'm wrong, Gabby. Okay. Yeah, like 80s. Um, very cute storyline. It basically Robin Williams as a teacher, and long story short, he inspires like the younger generation to, I guess, fulfill their dreams and and be more outspoken. It's a very good movie. Um, oh, Captain, my Captain. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so my <laughs> next one is the Harry Potter saga. Yes, it's a saga, but I'm grouping them into one because they're genius. I've read the books. Yes, the books may be better. But just the casting and just the cinematography, like, uh, like it made me believe in magic. I still kind of believe in magic. Like, it's just amazing. Um, and my last one is Inception. It's one of those movies that I've watched over oh and over God. and over again. So good. So good. And I've, like, analyzed it a thousand times. Oh. I wrote a paper on it. Was that one of yours, too? I should have included that. such an amazing movie. That's Christopher Nolan is amazing. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. So good. So those are my top. What about you, Gabby? Oh my gosh, no. I So I also like Dead Poets Society. I'm a huge fan of seeing well-known actors in films where they don't portray, like, I guess the typical role that they're normally casted mm -hmm. for. And Robin Williams is just excellent in that film. And I also don't like watching anything that's longer than two hours. So if I dedicate myself to it, mm -hmm. like, it's probably a really good movie. So I high-key recommend The Dead Poet Society, but I'm also a huge fan of any types of 80s movie. I will argue to the death to say that that's probably one of the best periods for films in the modern-day modern film industry. So those 80s John Hughes movies, you know, like The Breakfast Club, I also love Stand and Deliver, anything with Molly Ringwald. Like, I'm the yes. type to be like, today I'm going to marathon Molly Ringwald films and then just watch a bunch of movies with her. So you really like the classics, like you're super into classics. Yes, but they're called classics. So to my mom, they were very new movies, and she's mm -hmm. very much the one who influenced my taste. So they were new to her at the time, or like remind her of her youth, but they're classics to us. Right. So I do agree they're classics. I talk to my cousin now, who's now 20, and I'm like, have you seen this? And now Mean Girls is a classic to us as well, but the new generation does not know what that is. Sad. I won't die. Yeah, I won't get into that. But if you haven't seen Mean Girls, it's very quotable and worth your time. Different category of uh, so-called classic, I would say. Yeah, I would say it's a girl classic. But anyway, um, I also really like, as I mentioned before, superhero movies. Wait, how long is this list? What? We <laughs> no, said three. She's, I'm classifying. She's going through a list of seven. I love 80s movies. What? What movie is that? We're just trying to turn the hate Dead on us. Dead Poet Societies from the 80s. And uh -huh. also 16 Candles and the Breakfast Club. But anyway, 
I also <laughs> like Spider-Man films. All of, them. all of them. Everyone's like, which one's your favorite Spider-Man? I'm like, they all bring something unique to the world. This is why Gabby wanted to go last. Yes, this is why. This is why. Oh my god. Don't fight me. Every Spider-Man has like contributed to the franchise. I don't care. I'm glad the new Spider-Man's great, whatever. But if you're an OG, you're okay with which whomever plays it. I don't know. And one of my favorite films as well is Who is Eating Gilbert Grape. For those of you who know Leonardo DiCaprio, probably one of the greatest actors of our generation, he plays a mentally challenged individual or kid in the movie. And he should have won an Oscar for that mm-hmm. role at the young age of like 13 or 14. And he didn't. So he was great straight out the womb. And that's a <laughs> film that proves it. And that's it, okay? That's my list, Manny. Okay, since Gabby wanted to add to the list, I just want to mention two honorable mentions because (laughs) you mentioned Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Danny had mentioned Inception and that made me uh, remember Shutter Island with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Super good. Yes, that was actually Another, like, thriller that I just thought of. And the other one was Wolf of Wall Street. Such a good movie. Uh, Really? I didn't love it. Super long, though, but good. It was really long. It's not something that I can repeat often. I don't know. Right. I would recommend it though. I don't know. It was now that we. It's a guy movie, so yeah. I feel like. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what if I said it's a girl movie? You do say that. It's, Get out of here! That, like, We're trying not to say movie. that. Anyone can like it, but what's a girl movie and what's a guy movie? Like the, the lovey-dovey one that you comic. roll your eyes at when we want to watch it. With the romantic comedy. Also, oh, guys can't watch romantic comedies? No, they I absolutely can. But who is a target audience? <laughs> Apparently not, not many because many are like going to the movie theaters. <laughs> um, some of us still can't watch what we want to see in theaters, and some of us can. So if you are privileged, please buy a ticket in my honor. For those who are still listening at this point in time, (laughs) thanks for tuning in. Let us know about your experience at the box office, whether it's new, your last one, why you want to go there, and what movies you want to see. We're here. Just, you know, hit us up on Instagram. Give us your latest movie review. And tell us what it's like post-pandemic, if we ever make it that far. And, of course, I hope so. (laughs) Feel free to say oye let's talk about these new movies coming up because summer is gonna be it i'm ready for it i'm waiting on it